Okay, so good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, my name is Lloyd, and this morning we're going to continue with our Spirit-filled uh, life series, uh, talking about the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, if you haven't yet watched yesterday's devotion with, with uh, Pastor Israel, um, I highly recommend that you do. Um, it was a phenomenal introduction to the series, and it was extremely useful in guiding us not just to live a Spirit-saved life, but a Spirit-filled life which is what this conversation is all about. We've taken our cue for the series from Galatians chapter 5, which is Paul's letter to the church, and second perhaps only to Romans in uh, the way that he describes in such detail and such power what a life led by the Spirit looks like uh, as we put to death the old ways of the flesh. In Galatians, Paul contrasts this um, this this attention beautifully with, with, with vivid imagery and he's, where he describes this, this, this difference between living under the, under the law, which was the system, the old system of trying to earn God's favor through works versus a new way of life by the spirit, which is living in the new system of, system of operation that is a life led by the internal workings of the Holy Spirit. So this is the difference that he describes in this book. Right. And he has some remarkable things to say in the book of Galatians in terms of, of how, how far he takes this, this difference. And here in chapter 5, uh, which is what we are basing our devotional series on, uh, he begins to talk about the fruit of the Spirit, which is the automatic consequence of a life fueled by the Holy Spirit. These are automatic consequences of living a life fueled by the Holy Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit produces in you as he rules and leads you from the inside out. And he says this in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, which will form the basis of our conversation over the next two weeks. He says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. It's such a powerful verse, and it's one of the most well-known verses almost in the Bible. And for our series on the Spirit-filled life, the pastoral team and I will each be taking one of the fruits listed there and unpacking them for their devotions. And so this morning, I'll be talking about love as the first uh, fruit of the Spirit mentioned uh, in that passage in Galatians. You know, I don't think there's any coincidence to love being mentioned as the first of the fruits um, in that list. It's the central theme of all of Scripture, the love that God had for humanity, uh, this love so great that it caused him to send his son to die on a cross to redeem us and to rescue us from our old way of sin. You know, John 3.16 is a verse that sort of springs to mind, kind of the summary verse of the gospel. Other passages also spring to mind when we start thinking about this, this fruit of love. You know, 1 Corinthians 13, another very well-known one where in verse 13 it says that now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Another well-known passage would be 1 John 4, where it's, it talks about the fact that God is love, and that we are able to love because he first loved us. And so important is love to everything that we do and everything that we are. But I started thinking about love in the context of, in, in, in this context, as a fruit of the Spirit, and how that connects with us living a spirit-filled life. And we know that as we develop our relationship with God through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, um, there will be a marked change in us, in our attitude towards everything. The more that we are led by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, 
there will be a marked attitude change in us and towards everyone around us. And love really begins to become more than just something we feel, but it's something that we choose on a daily basis. Because being led by the Spirit means that love isn't only an emotional an, an emotion that we feel, it becomes a choice that we make. You see, living the Spirit-filled life with love as a fruit means that despite how we might feel towards someone or towards a situation on a particular day, the Holy Spirit still produces a desire and an ability in us to love that person, no matter the situation. It's not easy, is it, to love someone through a hurt that they have caused you, or through a disappointment, or through neglect, or through broken trust. But that is exactly the point that the Apostle Paul is making here, that in our own human efforts, it would be nearly impossible to love someone unconditionally who has caused you harm or has hurt you in some way. And if we're honest with ourselves, the natural reaction that we have as people is to try and get even with that person or remove our affection altogether and try and give as little of ourselves as possible to try and get even with them in some way. And that is exactly why they are called the fruits of the Spirit and not the works of the law. Because the fruit of the Spirit or the fruits of the Spirit are grown in us by the Spirit, not by human effort. And this is what the Apostle Paul is saying, is that it's the Holy Spirit is the one. He is the one that enables us to love the unlovable and to choose to keep our love on towards people, no matter what the situation is. That's why they're produced and grown by the Holy Spirit. And that's why there is no law against these things. They're not produced by our own human efforts and in our own human strength. And so when it comes to living out the Spirit-filled life characterized by the fruit of love, may we lean into the idea this morning of yielding to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, yielding and surrendering to him as he guides us and draws us into a Christ-likeness in all we do, because it's in the yielding that we begin to see the transforming. It's in the yielding to the Holy Spirit that we begin to see the transforming in our lives. And to me, when we are transformed in the way that we love, it translates into every part of our day-to-day -day living. We are more forgiving when we produce the fruit of love in our lives. We are more hopeful. We are more helpful. We believe the best. We are inclined to serve others more than to be served by others. All when we yield to the power and work of the Holy Spirit who longs to bear the fruit of love in our lives. So may we be encouraged this morning to, to really lean into that today and to trust the Holy Spirit that even when it seems difficult or even when it seems impossible, just remember that, that the fruits of the Spirit are not grown by human effort. They are grown by the Holy Spirit. And our role, our part to play is to yield to that growth and allow him to produce these fruits as an automatic consequence in our lives. So I hope that encourages this morning something to think about. I'm trusting with you for opportunities for others to uh, to receive the fruits of love uh, as we as we go through our day today. So let's just take a moment to pray together before we head on up with the rest of our with the rest of our Tuesday. Father, thank you so much uh, for your Holy Spirit that is that is in us. He is alive, Father. He is active, and He desires to bring out the Christ likeness in us. And Lord, we thank you for the fruit of love. Thank you that we love because you first loved us, Father. And we know that this ability itself even comes from you. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray that 
as we yield to you, as we surrender to you, as we live in obedience to you, um, that you would grow this fruit in our lives in increasing measure, measure so that others, Father, so that others would, would see and taste that love and come to know you as well. So, Father, even today we pray for opportunities to, to, to allow the Holy Spirit to shape us and mold us in this way, to love us with the love that comes from Christ, not in our own human strength, Lord, not in our own human effort, but through the supernatural ability that the Holy Spirit provides. And we thank you so much that you are for us and that you are leading us and guiding us every step of the way. And so we submit to you with thankfulness in our hearts, God, that you are in control. And in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.